0: Hello everyone, it's Roses here and um I really do apologize for my last small cards because I got a lot of complaints and it was no nice missing. Oh God, I did expose experience- like So today to make up for that I owe you guys two functions my talk. Today we'll be talking about pitch like more of your words, do you know how your words affect people and um, ways you should talk to people basically and then i'll give you a few tips to talk to a friend that is going through mental muscles um, and that is mentally stressed and you not really frustrated or suicidal or not so again thank you and glad um, had this episode again even after last week. I really do apologize and I love her. So let me start with the first one. So, I mean, and oh yeah, I forgot. The last time someone was like, they don't like the fiber, I they They are not. Yes. Why? I said it. It's going to take time before so I let go of her see, because this girl is still really shy of her words and I still don't feel like I feel like a really little joking, although I still love that. I'm glad for that. I put myself out there. But again, it's going to take a lot of time for me to get whole and then move on with this. And thank you again for listening and even giving me a comment. I really appreciate it. So, let me start with, this one is titled, Days. Some days it feels like the walls are frozen. Some days it's quiet and I can sleep peacefully. Some days it feels like I'm trapped in my own mind and my body has lost control. Some days it feels like the only death can cure this, but even that scares me. Today the bucket scared me. Last week I was the sound of my own return. Sometimes it's not thought of satisfying, but sometimes it's the fear of losing it all, or losing my mind in the distance. Monday, living in the bed is a chore. Tuesday, my hair breaks, but safe now. Wednesday. I feel something tugging at my blanket. It does you. It feels like I'm finally going to sleep. Friday. I'm wondering how to conquer the world, the only thing i conquered this today is getting out of my own bed. Saturday, the lights going on, and I'm screaming and of out of my own bed. Sunday, I need to throw the week. It's now a mess with the noise in my head is deafening, but how do you turn off the screams of my own mind? My eyes can't seem to close. Maybe it's one of those things where everything else just seems frozen. Everyone thinks I'm looking for attention, but what do they know? The voices in my head start. It will make doesn't make it so hard for them to beat. They feel like my body's gonna go cold. They don't spend time convincing their lungs to calm down, take a breath. I mean, this is just a the breath they would take. don't spend minutes convincing their body that it's not time to shut down. Maybe you have to take control of yourself and just pull through the night. You don't know how it feels to be surrounded by family but frightened out of your own mind, feeling like you're lost in space. You don't know how it feels to be your own worst enemy. Maybe today I could be a fool. Yeah, actually, I wrote that. At 3 a.m., and I think we all know the mood about writing at 3 a.m., and how to come with all the sad emotions and raw vibes and everything. So, tell me what you feel about that one. I'm looking down below for your comments. I hope you share, comment. I don't know, there's also a thing as you here, so I'm like I'm really used to tweeting, so I kind of used to say you tweet. So, I'm sorry, pardon me. So, this one is titled Words because again our talk for today will be on words, so we'll have our use writing on that. Words. Deepen under the sword, further than the knife, wounds impossible to heal. I took the first post, I promise, I didn't mean it. Every moment you chill felt like a breath of fresh air. I was delusional. now. Maybe today, I won't let my words cloud my judgment. Maybe today I won't let my ABCs make a mistake on me. Let's go back to the time of slaves, shots and whips. Let's go back to the time of queens, maids and kings. They had no common language, but again, everyone was ruling in their kingdom. Maybe today I'll let my wife decide if you and I go for another ride, or maybe I should just let this slide. Thank you. So that was quite short, that was impromptu, so sorry I didn't write that down, that came from somewhere, yeah it came up, so again, let me do this, let's start with talking about what words are, what's basically anything that comes out of your mouth, I mean yours, just on on representation of anything. Like when you say A, what did they hear? When you say A, what did they hear? When you say B. So as a conversationist, you need to know how to pick your words carefully. You need to know that telling someone things like um your fat and your breath things are really rude, although they might be true, but seriously, you should know that. You have to curtail the way you speak to people. You have to stop the dignity of people. Like, not everyone has that backbone to taking um, whatever you people would call it, honesty. But to me, I feel like it's just you being upright rude. Because a lot of other people have seen that that person is fat, but they didn't mention it. So why should you be that one person that's mentioning it? So I would use it of regards to body shaming and all that because I think it's, the one program we're facing in our generation, so yeah, I would do that. So, again, talking about your best things, I mean, obviously, that person has been speaking all day and they spoken to a lot of people. And then those people know this person's best thing, but they have not said it. So, why should you be the one to break the bad news? Why should you be the barrier to that person's happening? I mean, a lot of people are really insecure about how they feel. The best you could say is, um, Have you tried this means? Try reconstructing your words I mean from our ABC's to our conversations all the way down to our written essays I'm talking about every language every syllable every word in the dictionary English French Spanish whatever language it might be that you speak whatever language it might be that you want to communicate in. I'm talking about how you can structure your words to make them seem perfect yeah I mean perfect I so words I like doesn't matter, five letters and a whole battlefield within are what's cut deeper than a knife, deeper than swords. Always leave scars that even the best surgeons can fix because these scars are not physical, they are more emotional, they are more inside you. I don't know how to fix that, but I'll say inside you. A philosopher by the name J.L. Austin said, usually it's the use of words and not the words in themselves that are properly called vague." This, this however, to how vast your mind may be. But to me, I realized sooner rather than later, which I'm very glad that words themselves are not just merely words, they are emotions. They are like words are basically everything else, they just can't tell everything else. I mean, the different ways to structure it, for instance, now someone your friend is doing something wrong, and then you want to tell them, Guy, I do something wrong, you don't just say. You're going to hell. See that, obviously. I mean, everybody that has gotten to that stage of knowing what right or wrong is knows that if I'm doing this thing is wrong and obviously I can go to hell for it. So why the hell would you have to tell them you're going to hell? I mean, hold up. Not everybody wants to hear that. You could say something like, have you realized you're like sleeping? Have you realized you do something wrong? So yeah, it's the way we construct our sentence and the medium to which we of our message is that I'm I would call them vague, I would call them disturbing sometimes because I'm um, in story time. There was this day I walked out, I was outside, and then I had my the hand of my bra showing me and then this does this girl there and then she was like the other girl among the other guys I was with and she could have told me in a bit I'll be like okay um can you like dress right your hand that is showing or something I wouldn't even care because I'm a really really comfortable person with myself so even you saying that in front of other guys wouldn't bother me But like all she, all she was saying was um dress right can't you see there guys over here are you trying to seduce them or something like oh yes I'm not trying to seduce anyone so you shouldn't be telling me things like that it's just everybody gets to sleep also, once in a while I mean for instance now you look fast and you look different they boy refer to someone's appearance but one of them seems rude and the other is more of it's it's questioning it's it's regarding okay it's the use of the word in itself because you could have used um, you're adding weight. You are you add just something else to restructure. I and mean, even when you're writing essays, it's not about your scope It's not about your writing English. It's about how you piece your words together, how you train everything, your vocabulary, and how it comes out. How like how perfect it comes out. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, words are loaded pistols. Which is in the words of the philosophies Jean Paul Sartre, and. To me, I would say it is a lot load your guns with the best ammunition, but not shoot to kill, shoot to stay alive. I mean, when no, we're talking of gun laws, we're talking about um, what guns have done, the bad side to what these guns have done. But have you ever thought about the good side to it? I mean, a lot of times that people break into houses and then um, you have a gun and you can actually protect yourself, but then you don't at that point you're not shooting to kill yourself to survive. So there's actually nothing wrong with it. Again, we should review. We, they should review their gun I'm Nigerian. We don't have gun laws over here. Cause yeah, if you do with a gun, you'd be arrested. <laughs> so they should review their gun laws because a lot of things are happening, taking you know, off the mask, and the mask, and every other thing that has gone down. Cause one does like the other, and then everybody just has issues with themselves. Now, if we learn to use our words rather than using violence, I think it's going to be perfect. But sometimes. People just don't know how to put their words, and they end up creating a lot of violence and hate for one another. That is just wrong, that is just like, aside the fact of what you should be doing with your mouth. Like, um, we are on earth to help, and if you can't help, then don't say anything wrong. You better shut up and just watch how things play out. Don't, don't, don't be that person that makes people sad, don't be that person that makes everybody feel like they're not worth it. Don't piece your words perfectly, actually. Measure your words. The measure of a man's words, the more knowledge he acquires. Careful what letters you pour out. Spoken words can never be replaced. Read words can never be forgotten. Now, what I mean by this is when you say a word, there's no such thing as cleaning it. There's no eraser to whatever word you say. So when I say AAA, there's no way I go back and clean that a because. It's spoken word, it's out there in the air already, like every, it's gone. So when you're talking, learn to go to your words, learn to know that, okay, think think through whatever you're going to say before you call it out. And trust me, your mouth can be garbage or your mouth could be gold. So when you're talking, rather than say, meaningful things, how about you think it through, say, okay, if someone has said this to me, how would I feel? If you're telling somebody she's fat and you know, okay, fine, you have to add like the arms, how about, if, how about if someone had told me, you have to like the arms, how would you feel about that? Sorry, I'm nigga, it's, yeah, I guess I should try this, but I wouldn't, because I'm sure there are no kids listen to me. Yeah, spread love with the power of your knowledge and... You might just save someone out there. I, I did mention I was going to tell you how to talk to people that are suicidal, are going through mental illnesses, and uh, like in between there, their mind is just drowning them. Yeah, let me start with this. Never try to trivialize what you're going through. That is the first thing. Never trivialize what you're going through. People out here, everybody out here is fighting. Everybody out here is struggling. Everybody out here, out here it has their own issue and no matter how it looks like to you, to them it's a trivial, it's an issue. And you shouldn't make them feel like yo, you're wasting your time because you have an issue. Like mine is bigger. Nigerians have what I would call a sofa passion mentality. You're telling someone I broke my leg, and this is like the only leg you break, I break my lash. Now Things like that are just really discouraging. It makes everybody else not want to talk to you. It makes them feel like you're never listening. You're talking all the time and you're not listening. I'll say this. Everybody loves a listener. I did say this before, but I'm repeating myself. Everybody loves a listener. Sometimes parties want to be listening to, want someone to know that this is going on in my mind. I want to have someone we can part our fears to. I have someone we can feel like we're not burdening and everything else. Now, never make them, don't realize what they're going through because you don't know how it feels to them. When I, I I'm, okay, right now I reduce myself as an example most of the time. So when I have friends, but I don't really talk to people, I just, we could be talking for hours and then I don't really tell them what's on my mind. That's a flow I have, and I've learned to just use that in my own way of okay, getting to understand where this person is coming from, and then knowing that, okay, next time you say this or not that, because now nah, it makes me listen more because I'm already talking. So, usually, when I'm with my friends and there's something bothering me, I can't really talk to them because I feel like, okay, I would say one thing and then it's going to go around, it's going to go everywhere. Then I just pick up my words really carefully because. If at least if I hear this outside, I will know. Yeah, it's really important. So nobody actually really gets to know what's in my business. Nobody gets to know what's on my mind. Sorry again, I'm going way over my head here. Sorry, it might take a little longer than 15 minutes this time. So I'm really sorry. You have to stay with me, stay focused. So. I don't even know how to talk, so I just, I'm, I'm a passive communicator, if you don't know what that is, you should it. passive communication and have it fix people, so most times I just really tend to like keep everything aside, whenever you have my feelings, say things to me, I will not talk, I would mostly just laugh it off, because I don't, but then at some point when it gets too much, I would have an outburst, and I'm also a passive aggressive person, which means when I'm angry, every other person around me has to feel that hate, which is enough law, but we can. We all have floors I'm sure everybody else here has their own. So again, yeah, never to realize what you're doing or what are going through. One, second, listen. Most times, people don't want someone to give them advice. They just want you to listen. Listen, listen to the the fall and rise in their voice. Listen to what they are. They're trying to say, but are not really saying. Um. Also, you should. So I actually did write this down, and um, I'm trying to check my notes. I had something. To listen, most of the time, just want you to listen. They don't want you to tell them. You go through this. If everybody goes through this, you will fall out and all that. Now, I, most times, I just want you to listen. Just know what's on my mind. Now, let me know that I'm not alone in this. And they're like, there's someone out there that knows what's going on in my head. I mean, when you have somebody that listens, to you, it actually makes things a lot easier, and I'm glad that I have somebody who should listen to this, baby, I love you, you know yourself, I love you so much. Uh, okay, P.S., no homo, <laughs> yeah, no homo, this is a no homo, is right here, uh, again, uh, what was I saying? Um, Assise that, no, that, depends, when someone is suicidal, they don't really, aside from you listening, they need you to find them help because at this point suicide is stage suicide is it's months it's years it's hours days of planning its years of preparing yourself so when somebody's suicide they actually do know that then at this point it's them it feels like less of a body it feels like they're leaving people forever, everybody then they put them through because most times Mental illnesses, uh, let me tell you what mental illnesses actually looks like. Most times they do cancel plants at the last minute. They feel like they're a burden to everyone. They eat all the time, or most times not at all. Their mood swings last for hours or days. When people talk about my mood swings, they're like, this one is crazy. Like one minute I'm laughing, the next minute I want to pop out your head. So then, they're emotionally distant, like I said. I'm a passive communicator. So no matter how long I talk to you for, you don't really get to know what I my mean, what my emotions are like. You don't know what's present to my health. Constantly needing reassurance that they're still up or having my stuff. Yeah, there was a time where I couldn't believe myself because I was obvious to going through shit. So at that point in time, I needed people around me to tell me nah, you're doing well. And luckily, you know, I'm really glad my parents are really understanding and loving people. They were always there, no matter how bad it came through. They were always there to tell me you're doing great. We believe in you. And then I had my friends, my best friends. I love you guys so much. I love all of you. And they were always there to make me feel like yeah, things are going to get better. So I really loved being around my family and friends at that point. Even though sometimes I was with them or having fun, but I just felt really alone inside. Yeah. It was hard, but thank God. Then, frequently isolating themselves to protect others. Yeah. If you know me personally, you know that most times I'm always on my bed. I don't really go out. If I'm going out, I would like to go out alone. So, it's because when I'm alone, I just feel like. You're not judging anyone at this point in time. You're not making anybody feel like you're burdened to them. You're not asking anyone to spend on you. You're not asking anyone to give you attention. So, I actually loved as a myself. I said I would draw down my windows and just lay down my bed for weeks. I wouldn't go for classes. I wouldn't do anything. Eating was a whole big... It was a chore. It was a chore. It, it, it hurt, actually. So yeah, that was there, and then having an outburst over things that I was considered small. Okay, the thing here is frequent crying and not lot um, I don't cry outside because I'm really that person that wants to be known as strong. I think we, I said this earlier on, I love being known for the best of things, so most times I will cry outside and then. Um, my thing is I just have this really horrible mood swings where one moment I'm laughing the next moment I have to snap have to do something. And then when I'm angry, oh god, that is a whole different topic again. So I did learn how to push my anger towards something else. Besides no when I'm angry, I just get off and I fold my clothes, wash the house, do anything, get my mind off what's pissing me off so I don't do something stupid. There was this one time I got really pissed off. I tried drowning myself. Lord, that was painful. So when you response to Isaiah, again, i will say listen, don't you realize what they are going through, get them help and then make never leave them alone. Just let them know they have someone out there that is listening, that loves them and wants to be with them at that point, at their point of blow. So always just be there for them, be their shoulder to cry on, call them up when you don't want to be called up check up on them. I think that's the best thing I would say. That's the best advice. And then please don't forget to get them help. Mental illnesses are not your downfall. They do not mean you're mad. They do not mean you're crazy. Please, Nigerians, drop their mentality. Just because I'm depressed doesn't mean I'm looking for attention. I'm just having a breakdown. I need, ment- I need help. It's like, and then the way we trivialise mental illnesses in Nigeria is really harmful because these things are happening. People are dying from them. We have, a like, our suicide rate so far is going top notch. It's scary. I think we need to really learn how to listen. So again, please, having a mental illness is not your downfall. Please go and get help. Love your antidepressants. Take your pills. Be proud of who you are. And never let these things define you. I would love to come back here again some other time and fill your ears but that would wait till next Tuesday where I can come back with another episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I love you all and goodbye. Signing out it's roses that loves you. Don't worry, I won't give you the the tones are not here yet. Thank you. I love you all so much. Until then again next Tuesday for another episode of Jack.